Welcome to the Ether. Today is Monday, October 24th, 2022. Today on the Ether, episode 7 of the Page Dow Show, hosted by Epic Dylan, Riona Morgan, and CD Vagabond. Let's take a listen. Hello, how's it going? Uh, it seems to be going all right today. I'm hoping I don't go back to Rugtown like I did last week. It was kind of yeah. wild losing uh, my connection a couple of times, but so far it seems all good. Great, great, great. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, send a invite to Greg really quick so that he can be a speaker here with us. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Hey, Greg. Hi. Howdy. I'm glad you got to come visit with us for a little while here. Yeah, glad to be here. Yeah. So good afternoon. Hey, Dylan. So I thought what we would do is go ahead and do a little bit of introducing, a little few introductions, and then have you, um, Greg, jump on and talk to us about what you've got going on in your world and all the exciting things you're you're uh, wrangling around where you are. So that would be super fun. That sounds great. Looking forward to it. Okay. Okay. So maybe we'll wait a minute or so for CD. Have we heard from CD, Dylan? I haven't heard anything but he just popped into the chat so why don't we invite him oh, woo, here he is here he is fantastic shout out to the meta builders uh what's up meta builders good to see you in the uh in the audience um rihanna i guess are you are you going to start us with introductions and and then cd and then me or yeah what order if you, if that's good. yeah cool well, yeah, let's, that let's, start with, let's start with you because you're the main man <laughs> uh, fair enough well, uh, my name is Thomas Dylan Daniel. I'm an analytic philosopher by training. I've been uh, director of R&D at one startup in the past, and currently I'm working on getting a second startup off the ground, uh, which is called WIT Publishing for Work in Progress Publishing. And this is basically the uh, paged out labs equivalent uh, that exists out there in the real world. So uh, it's very nice to be here. Um, I don't really have just a ton of information that's really ready to go in terms of what we're going to be doing with WIT Publishing, but our goal is to partner with a couple of orgs around the metaverse and build an L1 blockchain for books. Um, and, and so the hope is that this application will uh, you know, be a thing that we can create as a nonprofit, uh, you know, grant-funded public utility that anybody in the world who wants to will be able to use. And then we intend to launch an open source software project on top of it um, that will help uh, lots and lots of different front ends and, and just get all the, get all the problems solved uh, by an open source community of uh, software developers. So I guess I do lots and lots of really nerdy stuff. Um, who's next? All right. All right. So okay. you want to jump in? Sure. Good morning, guys. I was a little Good bit morning. late jumping in here, but GM, GM. 
Jam Jam. Hey, what was that thing that we used to do uh, on Mondays, uh, um, Dylan? Like the um, man yeah, misfortune no, Mondays thing? Misfortune Mondays. Yeah, I'm feeling misfortune Monday vibes today. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm the uh, I'm the editor in chief of Vagabond.com and Vagabond Magazine. Uh, founder of a couple of uh, projects that you may or may not have heard of, and uh, I don't know. I just enjoy the Web three and creative space. I'm a um, I'm a guy that loves creating stuff. And much to my detriment, sometimes I get so focused on creating that I miss the boat on other stuff. Um, but it's all good. And happy Monday, everybody. Yay, yay. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Woo! Well, so I'm uh, Rihanna Morgan. And um, I'm the voice coming through the, the Page Dow um, icon there. But I wanted to introduce myself a little bit and say that I am a Web 2 author uh, transitioning to Web 3. And I can't wait until I can say I am a Web 3 author full time, 100%. So I'm excited about that. Um, and that is that is months away, I'm telling you. Um, but currently, I'm a novelist with Simon & Schuster, and I write romantic suspense. Um, I'm also a practicing lawyer and a previous English teacher professor. Um, and D CD and Dylan are so great to work with. I just, I look forward to this all week and am so excited to be here with everybody. I'm also the host of the newly launched uh, Roving with Rihanna um, Twitter space show where we sort of get together, uh, discuss creative craft, projects, inspiration, collaborations, marketing, other imaginings. This is for people who are artists, writers, musicians, publishers, game developers, everyone, all of us who are wanting to find a home here in Web3, a way to have a voice, a way to share our thoughts, a way to come together and, and form collaborations and and. Um, CD and Dylan and I were we were always talking about uh, rising tides raise all boats, and so I want to pull in as much people and talk to as many people and and really um, get this conversation going so everybody feels like they've got a voice and a place to talk about the things that they're passionate about. And I'm I always have open spots available, and so if you're interested and you want to come share your passion, please feel free. And it's Tuesdays of uh, on. It's Fridays, Fridays at 2 p.m. Um, Eastern time. And there's a sign up link in my link tree or you can just send me a DM. It's really simple and, and I don't turn anybody away and it doesn't cost a thing. And I just want to talk about it and and share all this with all of you. Yeah, I was fortunate enough to be her guest on this last week, folks. And uh, and it was quite entertaining and a lot of fun. And uh, you're an excellent host, Rihanna. It's wonderful working with you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know whether that's the lawyer, the English teacher, the mom, the whatever, but I love it. I love it. Okay. Many so I got I to gotta jump in here and ask something because we've been friends for a while. And, yeah. uh, and your name, I've heard you say it two separate ways. I've heard you say Riona and Rihanna. Which, which one is it? It is Rihanna. It is Rihanna. Okay. But when you say roving, I just really want to say roving with Rihanna. It just sounds much better, but it's Rihanna. So sad. It's Rihanna. That was that was exactly where I heard it. And I was like, I was like, oh, wait a minute. Have I been saying Rihanna's name wrong all along? But you're right. No. It does sort of roll off the tongue that way. 
it does. And I'm like, well, darn, how come I pronounce it the other way? But how come it's pronounced the other way? But it is. But so it is Rihanna. Um, but roving with Riona sounds cool. Hey, I would love to rove with Riona anytime. <laughs> well, great. You're welcome all the time. <laughs> Um, folks, we do have a very special guest today. Uh, Mr. Greg Younger has joined us. Um, Greg, would you like to go ahead and jump on the intro bandwagon and uh, introduce yourself and your project so that people can become familiar? Sure. Uh, be happy to. Uh, first of all, thank you so much for having me on the spaces today. Always uh, down to support my fellow uh, Web3 writing, uh, Write3 World. My name is Greg Younger. I'm a, uh, a writer and a content creator. I essentially sit at the corner of the writing and Web3 space, and it's, uh, it's an area that I've come to call Write3. And uh, I spend most of my days uh, basically researching and learning and uh, trying to share uh, what I'm finding out about Web3 and writing with with my audience. And uh, I really just try to work with and talk to writers of all kinds, whether that's nonfiction, storytellers, poets, or uh, fiction, or, uh, you know, copywriters, social media uh, writers, you know, writers of all kinds. And uh, we really try to look into Web3 and what are all of the fantastic ways that the blockchain can reward and engage our audiences in, in new ways? And then, um, you know, I'm trying to build a community of Right3 uh, folks. I, I host a Twitter space every uh, Tuesday at three o'clock where we bring together Right3 personalities and platforms and interesting people and, and have chats. And then, uh, I've got a, a small but robust uh, Right Three group that I chat with every day in the Twitter DMs, and uh, and yeah, so that's kind of my that's my gig. That's where I'm at. I, I just try to uh, share what I'm learning along the way. It's uh, you know it's early days in this space, right? And so um, I'm learning every day. Uh, like I'm learning about Reddit NFTs today. Uh, so it's always kind of random stuff that we we learn about, right, um, in, in this world. So, yeah, you know, I'm just trying to, to write and, and, and share my learnings. Um, I was a financial advisor for, for 20 years. I sold my business earlier this year. And so uh, I'm, I'm making the transition to a full-time content creator. So uh, I really appreciate y'all uh, having me on today. Hey, welcome. Welcome. Well, um, yeah, I mean, it, it sounds absolutely fascinating. I, I, I've been personally a guest on, on your show before, and I, I think it's really important to uh, facilitate this conversation between the various different platforms that we have um, in what you call white, right three today. Um, and, and so with um, sort of web three writing, like we, we see a number of different innovations happening. And, and I would say that one of the most important is like just the directness of the relationship between the writer and the audience, um, which, which is a force that seems to be opposed to uh, middlemen basically getting in between the writer and the audience and, and charging a fee there. Um, but but that's that's kind of where my head goes, at least um, j just in, in general terms of what are you seeing thus far? Um, how's the what's the prognosis like, doctor? Are our uh, writers in Web3 uh, finally starting to 
um, really see like the, the benefits of their work or are we still a little bit too early for that? That is the good question. That's the million dollar question for sure. Um, what I would say is I feel like, first of all, right three has two separate uh, sides with different, I think, goals and aspirations. Um, I think you really can take right three and put it into nonfiction and fiction. And so uh, the nonfiction world is a lot about sort of creating, uh, you know, sort of educational work. Uh, I think of threads, I think of uh, mirror, I think of blog posts and newsletters. And and that's a content creation strategy that I think is in very early days. I don't. I, I think there's still a lot to try to learn on how to use Web three and create and monetize. And um, how you know how how can Web three really stand apart from the Web two way? And I think there's some interesting ideas, but I think it's really early days in the nonfiction side. Now on the fiction side. I think that that is farther along, um, and and NFT books, for example, I, I think there's a a real roadmap, if you will. I mean, that word gets tossed around, right, in in, in Web three NFT land, but but I do think that there is a a roadmap that is, is starting to emerge that really puts book NFTs just just better than a regular ebook and it has really all to do with the web3 technology so uh, i'm not sure i mean i mean i know y'all are 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 very into you know web3 publishing but some of the things that are happening out there on on your platform and 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 like book io um you know for whatever reason that cardano group seems to really have a lot of momentum around uh you know minting books but i think that when it comes to uh book nfts there's several things that we can do that differentiate a regular ebook that you might get on kindle with a book that can be minted on the blockchain and that is everything from you know creating cover art that has uh you know uses real you know great art or art that that is intertwined with the books um you know again book io is using some nft minting rarity mechanisms that collectors really like and and look i could take or leave some of that stuff but the bottom line is a lot of people really love it and and you know our job as entertainers from a fiction perspective is to give the people what they like right so uh i think a lot of people really like the the you know cover art and the rarities and this idea that i can go i can mint three or five of these books and you know and hopefully i'll get a rarity and and maybe i can flip it and that whole thing um but there's things that go even deeper than that right i mean i think fiction novels allow you to create nfts after the book is created right so you create a book with characters now you can quickly recognize or realize nfts for the various characters that you've created and this you can then utilize all sorts of white lists or you can you know give discounts on future works um you know the whole idea here is that the book 
can serve multiple purposes. You know, if I was a, a, a new author and I was wanting to write a fiction book, I'd really think hard about what I'm going to offer as a utility for the book. You know, is this going to be a mint pass for whitelists in the future? Um, I think you could do some fun things with giving holders the opportunity to burn it. So, you know, you could play a little game theory where you say, you know, if you'd like, you could burn this book and get a free NFT, or you can keep the book and buy an NFT. And then, you know, there's a little bit of game theory, but there's also a decrease in circulation, right? When you're when you're burning the books. And so then that gives value to the ones that are left over. Um, and then finally, right, you've got all of this that you could do with whether it's IP rights on future books or, uh, you know, split of revenue on future books. And so, you know, ultimately, there is just so much, right, that you can do uh, with books on the blockchain that you can't do, you know, with a Kindle. Uh, and so I think from a right three perspective, I'm, I'm pretty bullish on all of these things that can happen in the, uh, the, the, the sort of fiction, uh, genre. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, it sounds like basically the, the thing that's happening isn't so much that just like the, the whole space is, is one is being lifted quite yet, although we are seeing some uh, some pretty significant activity happening over on Cardano and, and good for them, I say, right? Um, but, but we also just have this kind of general opening of um, the creative possibilities around what a book is. And it, if I may, I, I would like to extend this just a little bit and say um, that what we're starting to do is... Um, is think of the book as an application, um, you know, like, like a software application. And, and so that's really cool. And I'm really excited to see things going that way. Um, but I will quit hogging the mic and let my co-host CD. It looks like maybe he wants to ask a question. So the floor is yours. Hey, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm loving this. I mean, I'm Greg, I'm, uh, um, I'm in your, your Twitter group. And, uh, and I, I pick up a lot of good stuff in there. You know, last week, one of the things that I really liked seeing was when you were talking about reusing content, Twitter, and, and how best to do that. I felt like that was really useful and not the kind of thing that you often see laid out in such good detail. But you, you also mentioned two other things that I found really interesting when you were talking. The first was when you introduced yourself. Uh, you talked a little bit about the Reddit NFTs, which I'm also, I'm kind of falling down that rabbit hole myself this morning and sort of blown away by, by having missed it. And also by what exactly is happening there. And then uh, to sort of like dovetail with that, uh, you mentioned Kindle books and what they can't do. And I think that's a really dangerous statement because unfortunately, Amazon is super powerful and super innovative. And I think what we're doing with Web3, it's just a matter of time before Amazon starts saying like, oh, hey, if you're an author, we can help you to create a Kindle book token gated community for you. Um, and even if they do it like Reddit, where they say something like, um, you know, these aren't NFTs, these are collectible avatars or collectible Kindle books. Um, I think that we always need to keep in mind that not that Amazon is like the enemy, but that Amazon can innovate and, and turn on a dime really quickly. But I wonder about your thoughts on that. Yeah, um, 
on on the Amazon uh, uh, first, uh, you you mentioned a few a few different things. I'm happy to speak on on any or all of those topics. Uh, but I, I guess I can start with the Amazon first. Um, I, I completely agree, and that is, I think from a business perspective. I think this would be a great example of first user advantage. And so we this is where we're at. We we have first user advantage. This is a clear situation where everyone on this spaces record it, download it and let's listen to it in a few years because we understand something that others don't. Now the question is is what do we do with it? And whether it's Page Dow, whether it's Book IO, whether it's uh, Jenkins the Valet, whether it's Book Vaults, right? All of these, uh, you know, book publishing companies, they really need to get on it, and they and they need to work on it. And I think the thing that I would say is, they I would just be thinking about doubling down on what makes Web3 great and, and what is Web3 and the blockchain allow for and continuing to think about that. I mean, if I had any, I don't know, um, I, I, I wouldn't, if I had anything negative, I guess, to say about the book IO process is that, you know, if you spend some time in the Discord, you do wonder if people are there just for the utility of the price going higher. I mean, that is what we saw all this year with the bear market, right? Is that people were loving their NFTs when they were going higher. But as soon as the price went down, people were like, well, what the hell is this? It's just a JPEG. And so you know that's happening on Book.io. You can get in the Discord and see it. Um, you know, the all of the talk is around the price appreciation. And so I think what we have to really think about is again, how do we use how do you use the 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 power of web3, the power of ownership, the power of proof. You know, so another I think the, a, another innovation is how we put the books on the e-readers and we put and we make those e-readers on the blockchain so that we can prove certain aspects around reading, right? Because you Ultimately, the use case for the blockchain is to incentivize behavior that is provable. And so, you know, when we have, when you can see somebody's actually written or read your work and, and has actually interacted with your contract, you can start to prove that those are the types of people that you want. And so then you can incentivize the behavior, if that makes sense. And so I think that all Web3 publishers need to continue to uh, keep working on that with the idea that, yeah, an Amazon can come along and, and really rock it. And, and just like Reddit came along and sort of, um, you know, rocked these avatars, right? It, it kind of out of nowhere. Now, I wrote this a little bit earlier, but I, I'm sort of, I'm, I'm a tad unimpressed with it. I'm, maybe I'm not as um, into it as, uh, as other folks are, but it's still... A good example of a large company like Reddit able to come in and just boom, right? They can they can onboard lots of people, throw a lot of money at projects, and so from a Web three or Write three perspective, my recommendation to all of the the Web three publishers is just keep working, keep going, because you, you're right. And Amazon can flip the switch at any at any second. That was awesome. Thank you. You like that was a perfect transition that you made there too. Very well done, my friend. Um, <laughs> 
appreciate it. Brianna, I know you've got to have some questions uh, pinging around there. Uh, do you want to jump on the mic here? I do. I do. Um, so I was, I'm taking notes as like quickly as I can, trying to formulate my, my thoughts and try to put together what I'm really feeling. And um, I want to, I'm always so intrigued by people's ideas of, so we don't want to be Amazon Kindle Reader Point 2, right? Where we just give the book itself and that's the utility. We want to do other things that um, entice readers to be part of what we've got going on. Um, and I don't know if it's it's writing something where there's maybe Easter eggs sprinkled out and there's some kind of conversation, interaction with the writer and the reader. If there's ways for um, the 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 books that I currently have in print, if there's a way for there to be an NFT for the main characters, like, you know, there's I'm just so intrigued by that. And I just I, I just am so excited about the idea of, oh, let's brainstorm all the things that we could even imagine. Um, and so so it's less of a question and more of a comment of that is so thrilling to me, like that connection with the readers and writers and that, that inventive, that inventiveness of this space that allows for us to be clever in ways that Kindle is not. Perfectly said. Well, um, yeah, I, I certainly definitely agree with that. And, and one huge benefit of uh, what PageDAO currently offers is that we're creating an adapt that works in the web browser. So now your phone can be, you know, your, your e-reader device, your iPad can, your desktop can. Um, and, and so, so really like in terms of like making the uh, assets accessible um, to the end user, you know, a la the reader, you know, I, I think PageDAO is, is doing well already, even though, you know, uh, the feedback we're getting from the community with regard to the mentors that Polygon is just too inaccessible. You know, we need to be on ETH mainnet or somewhere that people can interact with this tech using U.S. dollars. Um, and, and so we're working on that stuff as well in the background. We got a number of partners that are helping us with that stuff. Um, but Mr. E.R. Donaldson, I believe you had your hand up. Do you have a question for Mr. Greg Younger, sir? I did actually. I, I was listening to the conversation, and the thought that came to my mind was Does there have to be a dichotomy? I mean, does there have to be a Web 2 versus Web 3 issue? Or is this a space where we can actually bridge communities and work together? Uh, well, yeah, of course. Um, I, I definitely don't think of it as Web like a web two versus web three, you know, what I think about is the fundamental issue with web three publishing, which in my mind is that the user experience, the UX is so difficult right now that in order to create a value proposition, that is great enough to get someone to buy an NFT book, you've got to overpower them with value and utility. And so the point of Web 2 versus Web 3 is that my sense on the Web 3 publishing is that it was like, hey, 
here's a book that you own versus a Kindle that you just sort of rent. And people in the Web3 publishing were like, oh, yeah, this is it. Bring the money. Uh, this is going to be amazing. Uh, you know, blockchain books. This is this is it. And then and then like the bear hit. Right. And, and people stopped like caring so much or, or the novelty sort of waved, you know, wavered a little bit. And so then I think now that we're in a bear market in order to compete or at least create value, I think you've got to go deeper than what a web two option can be in order for folks to, you know, I think get excited and think about purchasing uh, an NFT book. So again, I don't think it's necessarily web two versus web three. And, you know, I think in my lifetime, I'm, I'm, uh, sort of older than your average NFT guy or gal. So in my lifetime, I think, you know, it's going to be web two and web three, uh, you know, one is not going to supplant the other. And so they're going to sort of live together. That's my sense. And, uh, and so I just sit back and I think, okay, well, what does web three offer? that Web2 does not. And I just think that if I was a Web3 publisher or if I was Rihanna and I was sitting on maybe some manuscripts, I think what I'd be thinking about is, okay, how can I you know, utilize the full force of the blockchain to bring as much value to my audience as I possibly can? Does that, does that make sense? Man, I couldn't agree more. I mean, you, you've hit it spot on. And I think that honestly, that the fact that we're in a bear market, that a lot of the NFT and crypto craze has shifted down is honestly a good thing because it gives a chance for the true believers to prove the value of what we're offering into the market market and i honestly i fully believe that there's going to be some kind of hybridization in the transition process but i think that we can totally prove especially through the value of platforms like book vaults you know that that are adding extra content and and accessibility to the market that this can be something more so yeah thank you for that answer i agree with you 100 percent oh man what, what a well uh yeah well well uh well executed little uh little question there i, I really liked it too and and i just want to say folks um I, I can't say a ton about ongoing fundraising efforts at PageDAO, but essentially what we are aiming to do is to raise some money and build some things um, and, and we may be seeing the tail end of the bear market because I, I can tell you I've, I've been trying to do this for like six months at this point and I'm starting to get uh, more traction uh, than, I, than I've seen since the last time we raised money in like April of 2021. Uh, so, so definitely some things are starting to change in terms of the money side of things, but, but also with respect to the hybridization between Web 2 and Web 3. Um, I'll just leave you with this and then kick it over to CD who's got his hand up. But but what if there was a tool that allowed us to use Web3 technologies to sort of hyper monetize the audience of a Web2 platform? That would be pretty cool, wouldn't it? <laughs> that would be super cool, actually. Um, and I, I love that idea. Um, I One of the things that occurs to me is, you know, we're we're all pretty much writers and storytellers and creatives. 
But I think one of the biggest problems that we're facing right now is how do we encourage more people to actually read and to engage with content? Um, that's one of the biggest challenges right now. And, and I think that that sort of touches on this hybridization model, which is people are consuming content in a very different way than they ever have in the past. And that's changing constantly. Um, you know, we don't see it. Like we look in the mirror, we don't see the complexion change on our face or the wrinkles that are appearing next to our eyes because we're in the midst of it and we're seeing it every day. But things are happening so quickly. And we really need to um, spend an equal amount of time thinking about how consumers are going to consume content. And that's what they are. They're content consumers. How do we encourage them to consume our content? How do we encourage them to like, make this change over? And how do we change ourselves so that we're more palatable to them? Um, that's just a little bit of what's been on my mind lately. I'd love to open it up to anybody else's thoughts on that. Well, uh, beautifully said. Um, Mr. Donaldson, I see your hand is up. Um, I'm going to get to you um, right quick, though. I just want to go ahead and shout out to everybody who's in the audience. I'm going to go ahead and just invite some folks to this stage so that we can have a little bit more free-flowing kind of Q&A for the rest of the spaces because... I'm just really enjoying the energy here. Um, so go ahead and request if you want. If you don't request, I'll send you an invite anyway. anyway um, E.R. Donaldson, the floor is yours. Yeah, I just want to say that with the upcoming anthology, Mythic Winter, I, uh, you know, I, I publish, publicize this highly through Page Dow. I publicize this highly through other mediums. And I'm proud to say that we've got 11 different authors that are from all walks of life. You know, we, we have web two authors, you know, I, I would argue that one or, or whatever is previous, somebody who isn't publishing under the web two opportunities, authors mixed in with web three, and there is no difference. Um, we, we are creating a equity um within this project and the spots have been filled up we have amazing writers that are putting their publishing out through this and i think that this is going to be a great exercise in showing what we can do when combining web3 publishing you know nfts along with epubs and physical hard copies that it, it, it's just going to be something amazing. It doesn't have to be either or. I really feel like this is an extension of the publishing universe. And I think that we're going to do some amazing things with it. So um, that's my belief when it comes to Web 2 versus Web 3. I don't think there is a difference. I think there is a merger and an extension. And I think we're going to do great things. Hey, well said. Um, DR Smart, your hand is up and the floor is yours. Oh, no. Are we having some mic troubles? Oh, can you hear me now? Yes, you are okay. live, loud and clear. All right. Uh, thanks again. Um, I was just saying I was trying to answer the question of what we could do to get people, you know, connected. I mean, I, you know, just if you see how they have like those books where you hear the voice of like your grandparents or whatever in like the book. But I think, you know, we could take it further as in. You know, you do an adventure with your friends. You can see your friends in the book or you can see, you know, family members or whatever. You could put them in the book. So, you know, I'm so excited about where we go with this, where we can add characters, your own characters, your own self, put your own self in the adventure, things like that. Yeah, the possibility. 
really are limitless. All right, um, let's go ahead and move it right along to Meta Builders. Hey, hey, thanks for having me on. Yeah, I just kind of wanted to mention like the way that I view this whole Web two, Web three writers uh, transition, rather than more like a, a battle between the two, or you know, like separate teams. It's just more or less showing people the value that's over here and and kind of helping people along the way. Uh, but like I view this whole web three space as one entity, you know, if an ideal end game would be when we reach the end and it is what it is supposed to be. And people are just going about their daily activities. Uh, it's, it's about decentralization and about empowering the individual creator and creating that, uh, compound wealth strategy through just you know barely shifting where you're doing the writing as opposed to you know and who you're doing it for you know more more or less we're all doing this for web3 uh so that we can all benefit from the growth of web3 without enriching specific companies and centralizing all of the value so like that's the only difference i see is that where the money's going uh as opposed to you know whether or not we're different and if I could interject real quick, um, I was like the uh, the participation in the anthology that I put together um, without meta builders and without that uh, decentralized process, this couldn't have happened. This was an incredible experience, you know, putting putting an idea out there like, hey, could we write something? with um, this idea in mind. And then, you know, even leaning more into the conventional uh, ideology of like, oh, there's gatekeepers and oh, there's only so many spots. It was amazing the amount of genius stories that have been submitted to me and that, that I reviewed that it was hard to make these decisions. And I think that Web3 as a platform, you know, using things like MetaBuilders and the DWORK platform are only going to enhance and fix the gaps that exist in the continually consolidating Web2 space. Bravo, man. Hey, um, I love that. And this is a pretty good opportunity to, uh, first of all, big shout out to Meta Builders and DWork platform because um, I've been having a lot of fun uh, meeting new writers and um, getting connections with people through that platform, uh, including some of you, I might add. And uh, this is a pretty fun time for me to mention that long term, now, this isn't anything that I'm going to give too much details on, but E.R. Donaldson and myself, we actually are working on a really innovative project together that is something really special. Now, I wrote a book a few years ago where I created a, a new country and a, a sort of different culture. And E.R. has brought his art skills and his creative skills. And together, we're sort of creating a platform for people to actually take part in the storytelling and become part of uh, the story itself, it's it's completely departed from what I wrote, and now it's this joint project that we're um, that we're expanding on. That's I, I think it's pretty exciting. But anyway, I won't go into too much detail on that because that's a little bit of a long road. 
But I do want to talk about a couple of other things briefly. First of all, the next issue of Vagabond Magazine is going to be coming out uh, November 1st, and it's going to be a different kind of issue. Now, I I think differently. I'm, I'm a little different than most people, and that, this is something I recently realized. I took a, a one of these personality tests, and I found out that I'm an INFJ, which is like 1% of men or something like that. Um, and I've always known that I think a little bit differently, but... Um, one of the things that's been most exciting to me personally about Web3 is and being able to be, you know, Drago Nate's dragon, it could own that character. I could write that story about it. And so for me, that's one of the most exciting things about Web3 and about the NFT space. So the next issue of Vagabond Magazine, I thought, how fun will it be to let other people like submit the stories of their characters, of characters that they've bought? Now, interestingly, um, this is where I found I'm a little different than most people. There hasn't been people beating down the door trying to do that. I've, I've had to like push and shove to get people to do it. Um, but we have gotten some really good submissions, and there's some great fiction written around NFT PFPs that is going to be coming out uh, in the November issue of Vagabond Magazine. So look for it and enjoy it. This is like a pure love of fiction and creativity issue. The second thing is we have the ongoing Council of IAEA for Bald Jesusism and the Holy Vigible going on. And um, that's been also a lot of fun and a great learning experience. We've got a whole host of weirdos and um, normies and we're all together and we're like creating a new weird holy book from uh, the one that I wrote last year. We're basically deconstructing it. Um, if you want a little bit of an update, we pulled all of the uh, the BJ stories out. That might mean something to you. It doesn't mean what you might think it means, though. But we but that's bald Jesus, not the other BJ. We pulled all the BJ stories out and are going to bound those up separate. Uh, but if you own a Holy Vigible and you want to get involved in that, get in the Vagabond Magazine Discord and join the channel. And we would love to have your insight, your ideas, your good ideas, your crazy ideas, whatever. Um, okay, that's all the updates that I have for the moment. But I wanted to throw those out there and we'll get back to the community conversation now. Who's up next? Dylan, Riona. <laughs> um, I'll take the bait there. Um, I've, I've got a little bit going on that I may not have shared yet. I, I think I did mention earlier that we're we're doing some fundraising in WIPP, um, and and we're looking at grant as well as angel money, um, and we're putting a deck together right now um, because someone important asked us to, and so that's cool. Uh, so so things seem to be going very well. I'm very interested in uh, thoughts from the community. So. Um, if, if anybody's, uh, you know, re really interested, um, there, there's definitely a lot of uh, discussion that we can do on Discord. I'm even down to get some help with uh, some of the graphics. If anybody wants to uh, step in and just, just do a great job of kind of explaining um, some things like just in, you know, with, with pictures. I mean, I'm really good with words, but I'm pretty bad with pictures. Uh, so I'm, I'm trying to kind of take a step outside of my comfort zone and I, I ask for help for uh, the, the parts that I'm not the best at. Um, but, you know, just uh, in general, I, I think what's happening is, is something transitional. You know, I, I think for a while the markets have been driven by, you know, just the abysmally bad news on pretty much all fronts, you know, with respect to macro. Um, but what I, I think I see happening is kind of like widespread adoption throughout the crypto industry anyway. Um, so I, I think there's still just a little bit of trust issues that need to be resolved. 
And the, the recent uh, IBC patch um, may, may not have helped with that, but, but we've got a lot of people looking at Cosmos. Um, Page DAO is in, included in that number. We, we want to use Cosmos for our L1 app chain that we're going to build. Um, so, so basically the thing is that uh, there is just crazy stuff happening tech-wise that I think is starting to begin to overpower some of the macro narratives that kind of kept things frozen for a while. Um, and, and so, yeah, without really, you know, digressing too much into like macro or markets or anything like that, um, I, I nonetheless think that, uh, you know, the, the tides may be about to turn and we may be about to see some good stuff uh, kind of come our way. Um, but we have one speaker that we haven't heard from yet, I believe. So uh, Cryptoversal Books, uh, Mr. Greg, if, if, you're, uh, if you're out there and you would like to uh, throw something into the conversation, uh, you have the floor. Thanks, Dylan. Uh, this is Greg at Cryptoversal Books. Uh, I've been blown away by hearing everybody's updates. It seems like everybody is writing and building and publishing like crazy and making plans uh, this week. And uh, I've got my own evolving projects. I actually have this index card on my desk of, okay, you know, here are all the things that, that, that are elements of the Wordlers project. Um, that need to happen before this thing can launch its next phase. Um, its current phase is, is still still sort of tapering off. There are there are at wordlers.cent.co uh, still some some story episodes up there that are free to mint to to, to grab, um, and you're going to want to grab those if you if you haven't already because um, there's going to be an announcement about some extra utility in those uh nfts if you hold them um so you you it, it'll they'll there they will be there will be some extra utility um for them and they're available and they're free and um i'm just watching the numbers kind of tick up day by day i'm not really publicizing them anymore but the but they're but the, I've, I've left them on there while i'm working on the next phase and the next phase is going to include um putting them together into a, a compilation uh, NFT book that'll that'll also double as a author guide for the world of the Wordlers, Wordler Village. Um, there's going to be co-author licenses that will give people personal and commercial rights in characters and settings. Uh, there's going to be uh, passports, uh, Wordler Village passports that will give their holders uh, access to uh, community spaces. And hopefully to a uh, down the line uh, a uh, a minter, uh, just exclusively for the Wordler Village uh, project to build out uh, all kinds of stories from all kinds of voices um, using these characters using co-author licenses, uh, but also the the uh, the word prompts that come out, uh, just just whatever inspiration that gives you, uh, whatever kind of story uh, from from a from a poem to an image to a short story to a novel. Uh, this whole list of these writing prompts. Um, if you have the passport and and you're able to to access the Minter, um, you can put it out there uh, as part of the project. Um, I'm putting together uh, as part of the um, compilation a um, a bunch of templates. Um, I'm I'm doing a, a whole bunch of variation covers using uh, AI generative art, and I, I've. I'm blown away by some of these images, and I want to make them available to people who hold the passports. So they'll be templates that you can use for your own projects if you have one of these temp one of these passports. 
Um, and then finally, I have a, uh, a Discord and a Facebook group that's uh, starting up to uh, discuss these as the project approaches the launch of its next phase. Uh, so that's my my weekly. And I also have a, uh, a story I did in CD's upcoming uh, Vagabond Magazine a PFP project uh, that I, I was very interested in, in, in the, the whole concept of using these PFPs uh, to inspire stories. Um, and I, I had my my first PFP that I ever owned that, I, that I've, I've thought of as a character um, and put together a little story for the uh, for the issue as well. Uh, so that's that's my week. Oh man, that's fantastic. Well, I, I definitely have uh, a couple of different contenders. I, I still haven't written my story, but 500 words shouldn't be too hard. So I'll, I'll probably sit down and pound that out today or tomorrow. Um, we we have been joined by Easy and Crypto, folks. Uh, Easy, do you have um, uh, updates for us regarding Passive Pen and other things? Well, yeah. I mean, I just I wanted to jump on and say it's so awesome. Uh, these spaces are just always incredibly um inspirational for me uh it's great to hear what everybody's working on updates and progress uh just so much going on uh it's pretty exciting and uh yeah definitely go and pick up uh those wordlers on scent you won't regret it um pass the pen is uh you know a community writing event that we do every friday over in token smart um last week we got to kind of the final uh scene if you will of the story we've been working on for the past seven weeks um so we're now into the illuminati party uh if you might be interested in helping craft some of the story uh we are kind of at the big finale so it's, it's a lot of fun um come join us fridays over in token smart at 3 p.m pacific 6 eastern and i think this is probably going to be the last week with this uh hooligan hip-hop uh illuminati tale we should probably wrap it up uh, and then we'll be able to, you know, we might uh, take a week or something like that and regroup and, and bring on the next one. So uh, it's been a really fun run and exciting to just keep these past the pens going. Well, that is absolutely lovely, sir. Um, MetaBuilders has had their hand up for a little while, so uh, I, will, I will be yielding the floor to MetaBuilders next. I, I do want to invite Riona to, uh, to, to say something. It, it's just been a little while, so, so in case, just in case uh, <laughs> there needs to be an interjection, there can be one. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I was just more, more or less uh, thinking about ways to onboard, and I was thinking like meetups. Uh, if we could potentially do a IRL addition to these pass the pen type events in places like uh, Barnes and Nobles and things of that sort, they kind of make it a regular thing, you know, like in partnership with or whatever, so that they can help market that as well and say, Hey, look, you know, we understand that everybody is transitioning to a more at home style of, you know, engaging with life and we want to be a part of that. So what we're doing is we're helping onboard, authors uh into the web three space you know a page dow with a page dow partnership i think that would be interesting that would be dope irl community collab writing and then you could uh basically stream that into the metaverse or a discord and kind of get a little bit of interaction be bridging that irl with the metaverse Ooh, i like it yeah even colleges too i mean just if you if you think about all the different places that people are reading and writing it would be amazing. We're, we're working with something like that with the college for the business side of things, but but I haven't even thought of it. 
for the uh, page DAO side of things. I've, done, I've thought about it for the pizza DAO because duh, pizza and college students. But yeah, interesting stuff, man. I'm excited about this. Yeah, I was listening to Bankless the other day, and one of the guests on the show said, pizza is the future. And that, that really resonated with me. <laughs> I, I love pizza. Hey, I love pizza, too. What's been happening Yoda. with, uh, with you pizza? Get your hand now, up. You Dylan? can just jump on the mic. Um, I'm, I'm still kind of on break from that, but we have definitely a plan to resuscitate the pizza dot book at some point that I, I could speak to uh, to some links. Um, I, I really and truly, though, there, there's kind of like an order to the operations here. And, and so if I were a uh, third party wanting to follow along with the pizza Dow book, first, I would go to the pizza Dow Twitter and give it a follow. And that's just at pizza Dow. And then I would go to the Discord page that's linked on that page and join that Discord. And uh, and pretty much all the activity that's going on around Pizza Dow is happening there. Um, but Rihanna. Oh, yes. Hello, hello. So this is Rihanna, Mor- Rihanna Morgan. And I'm just jumping in to give a plug for Pass the Pin. Um, my Friday schedule is really pretty crazy, but last Friday I was able to attend and it was so fun. It was so fun. And um, I actually won an NFT. And so, um, it was so, it was such a great collaboration and the team that does it, they're so great. And then there's a lot of room for listeners and participants to write in what they think. And it really is, um, a good case study for what web three can do. And so, um, it was, it was just so fun. I just had a blast because I love talking about writing and I love writing with people and I love everybody's imaginations and, and how we build this together. It's just amazing. So, and I just wanted to say before I, um, don't have another chance is that I'm so happy to be here with all of you and you all inspire me so much. And I feel so blessed um, that I get to call you friends and colleagues. So thank you. Thank you. All right. We got a hand from Mr. Greg Younger. Uh, yes. And uh, I actually have to skedaddle. Um, I, I told Rihanna that it was, I might have to uh, bolt a little early, but I just wanted to say thank you for having me on today. It's always interest, uh, interesting and exciting to hear about what's happening in, in the right three world. And, and I know lots of folks here are doing lots of exciting and cool stuff. Um, if, uh, if you don't mind, I might, uh, just plug my own spaces show. I, I, uh, got a show tomorrow. My, my Twitter spaces is three o'clock central, uh, every Tuesday. And, uh, tomorrow I'm going to be having, uh, three published authors, uh, Web3 authors on uh, Edward Carpenter, who I think most of you probably know. Uh, and then Joe, I don't even know how to pronounce his last name. I have to figure it out. But um, I think it's Nassis. Nassis, there you go. Yeah, New York Times bestseller, just uh, sold out a, uh, a book in about 45 seconds. And then um, John Green, uh, f- who wrote Cardano of the Masses, which, uh, as far as I can tell, is like the first real business book or, or sort of not mass produced nonfiction. And uh, spoke to him this morning from Ireland and uh, what a really neat guy he is. And so should be a great uh, spaces tomorrow if you're if you've ever, you know, 
Uh, if you're in the process of writing a book or publishing a book or thought about doing it or want to know what these guys did or, or hear some other you know best practices, I think it's going to be a great space. So uh, I'd encourage you all to, to come out. And um, again, thank you very much. Appreciate you all. And uh, yeah, let's keep uh, let's keep uh, let's keep writing. Hey, it's great to see you, Greg, as always. And uh, folks, I, I can vouch for this man's spaces. It is a good time. I highly recommend it. Um, around the page, though, we'll, we'll be having um, j just quite a bit of discussion this week. Um, we're we're going to be looking at some of the, the harder questions uh, regarding things like, you know, how to, how to legally incorporate the DAO um, and, and just exactly what that technological roadmap is going to be looking like. Um, so, so come on down to our Discord and, and be active at uh, the Paged Out Discord uh, because you want to you want to stay on top of uh, events, so to speak. Here, and, and I guess great with that we're yeah. Oh, it's been great to be here, and uh, I just want to wish everybody aloha and have a great week, and don't let the market stress you out. And uh, yeah, thanks for coming. Yes, indeedy. Uh, peace, love. And whoopee. 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 Thanks, everybody. It was so great to see you. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was The Page Dow Show, Episode 7, hosted by Epic Dylan, Riona Morgan, and CD Vagabond. Recorded on Monday, October 24th, 2022. For Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. If you want to keep listening, head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. They say rapping is the gateway, bringing home great pay, checking that replay, sing along and we say nobody gives a fuck around my way. I make about three bucks for every thousand plays, so add it up and do the math on that. Financially speaking, why the fuck would anybody want to rap? But in this reality, the money comes from doing shows, but then where's the money go when you can't do the shows? I guess you could rap on Cameo. I've been asking all my friends if I can rap on the patio. Six feet, motherfucker, step the fuck back. Doing a little magic, pulling rabbits out the rucksack. Not everybody's always in it for the money. Looking like another crooked Sunday, and I'm working Monday. So you know I ain't stressing, left debating great methods. Amazed to play Inception, the base state blessed. See, even with these huge sums of overall royalties, these sums of money that go to the record label per playback can seem insultingly small. Many rights holders are making around three quarters of a cent. how to turn profit, their future will always be in question. But, for now, investors see enough potential to continue to fund pennies, 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 Another day, another lesson, living in the eighth dimension, might be worth a little mention, living in the Great Depression, got a real regal feel, reeling in another sucker fish, out to make a deal, just to make a motherfucker wish, Ah shit, now you only got two left, you know what I wish, we didn't have any loose ends, you know what I miss, listening to excuses, now we're on the fence, like we forgot how to choose, that's what happens when people don't know what's true in the dark eating bullshit up like a mushroom in the lunchroom just trying to laugh it off meanwhile foaming at the mouth like a rabbit dog like a fake mate and call at the zoo it's looking like the view is getting disappointed too i'm working on the new shit trying to produce it. it's what i'm willing to go through when i'm making my music
Spaces. Spaces.